Chris has not said anything yet. He's just like at the door. He's like, oh, let me in. Let me in. Disclaimer. We do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with. So please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. You are face to face with a strange insect-like creature. Parasect, the mushroom Pokemon. It shoots a laser beam directly at you guys. There's something bigger to this. I don't think this is an actual Pokemon. It is on its last leg right now. Chris will grab a great ball and throws it at the Parasect. Click. Yes! Oh, sweet heavens. You come to these planks of wood directly above you. Some sort of flooring, probably, for somewhere. Uh, My name's Phoenix. What are you guys doing in my basement? You see the emblem of the Pokemon gyms on his door. We should begin t- taking care of our Pokemon, though. And I think, uh, Chris is a little too out of it right now to do anything. Chris is just, like, looking at his hands, and he's like, Yo, I got wrinkles. I'm old. <laughs> let's get you to the Pokemon Center. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not a Pokemon. Velma just kind of takes his arm and starts dragging him behind her. Come on, let's go. Oh, you guys are so helpful. You guys are just great. Yeah, we know. The four of you make it to the Pokemon Center. You're po- you're waiting for your Pokemon to be healed up. The Nurse Joy says it'll take about 15 minutes or so just to make sure that they're all back to normal. As Chris is just chilling out on a chair in the waiting room, just dozing a bit, Angel walks up to the two of you who are still lucid. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for saving me from those cultists and from that thing. Hey, thanks for trusting me back there. I know bug Pokemon aren't necessarily your, um, favorite type, so I appreciate that. Oh, to be fair, I am still absolutely terrified of them. Um, especially after that Parasect question mark. Uh, But, um, I think Minion is okay. So where are you headed off to now? Well, I have to drive back up to Mogul City. It's the, uh, it's the northernmost city, right past Cortland. I'll probably be drowning in paperwork about this, but I am sure the higher-ups at Mogul Corp will be grateful for your help. (laughs) Thanks. We'll be sure to see you again, I'm sure. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Look me up in Cortland City, then. I have a flat there. It's, It's not much, but if you need a place to stay, um... That'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Eventually, she is handed back her Magnemite, and she hits the road. See you later! A moment passes with just you guys. And then Angel pops her head back in. Uh, so, did any of you happen to find my keys? I, uh, For my truck, I, I kind of lost them somewhere back at the lumber mill, so I kind of need them. And if anyone happened to just stumble upon them... It- oh, uh, Chris kind of looks around. He's like... 
Oh, wait, hold up, man. Hold up. Uh, he stands up, kind of stumbles a bit, and he's like patting himself down. He's like, oh, man, I'll put this somewhere. And he's checking like his pockets. Uh, he takes off his backpack and he's like, and he just dumps it all on the ground. He's like, that's somewhere in here. Uh, you know what? It's, it's fine. I can just. No, 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 no. I can just have someone from HQ just pick it up. No, 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 no. Let me. Is these yours? Those are not my keys, but um. <laughs> just take it. Just take it. But they they are very nice pictures of you and and that little girl there. Um, oh yeah, let me tell you about my daughter. Oh look at that! Um, my cigar is buzzing. Uh, probably work. I guess I gotta go take that. So uh. Yes, this you is can a go. Friend of her first birthday. All right, so, you guys, so. take care. Bye. Bye. This is when she had her first Pokemon. She's adorable. That's very cute. And very sweet. And Velma goes over to the pile of stuff that Chris just dumped out and starts putting everything back into his backpack. Oh, you're so lovely and so nice. Uh-huh. Alrighty, what now? Okay, let's see. Uh, you did remember that Phoenix gave you directions to the Pokemon Center, which was uh, straight down the road past the turnoff to the lab. And you do remember passing a sign that reading Maple Research Laboratory. Maple? Why does that name sound familiar? And he, like, immediately, like, his eyes pop open wide, like that Squidward meme, kind of bloodshot a little bit. <laughs> Chris immediately starts walking out the door, starts walking towards wherever the hell Professor Maple's research lab is, and he's, like, almost in a full-blown sprint trying to get there. Uh, I think his thing wore off, Velma. We should probably follow him. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Chris, wait up! You just hear... Just trying to run as fast as possible. She starts to follow. Um, ma'am, miss, uh, your, your Pokemon are ready. No! He even forgot Ginger's! This must be important! And Maddie, like, runs back over. Yeah, they both run back, and Velma's trying to grab the Pokemon and Ginger. <laughs> They're, like, piled up in their hands. There's just so many of them yep. because it's the new the new Parasect and, like, Ginger. Thank you! Uh, thank you for coming. We Chris, have to see up. you again. They're gone. Chris, wait up! There is no time to waste. I have to get to Professor Maple's thing. I gotta go, I gotta go! But you forgot Ginger! Okay, thank you. You're lovely for getting her for me. Thank you. Let's, we gotta run! Why are we running? Ah! It's still late afternoon, just approaching dusk. Uh, you find yourselves in what you now know is Russet Town. You pass by these rows of very rustic-looking streets, and it seems that the forest around it is just one with the city itself. You don't know where some of the trees begin and the buildings start, but it's just merged in this very lush union. And it smells wonderful like pine. Mm. Also, Chris, just for clarity's sake, it's wearing off a bit. You're still very chill. But ah. you're not like cactus juice chill. <laughs> It'll quench you. Nothing's quenchier. It's the quenchiest. <laughs> it's the quenchiest. There's some cacnea that is shivering in its sleep right now. <laughs> Rolling in its grave. <laughs> All right. So a full sprint later, about it takes about two minutes to get to go up the uh, winding forest trail, but eventually you reach this humble cottage in the forest grove. It's it looks like a lab, 
Though the door and the windows, you notice, are built for much bigger people than you are. Ah, must be for the bigger Pokemon. Uh, uh, uh. Chris, where are we? Why did we have to run? Chris has not said anything yet. He's just like at the door. He's like, let me in. Let me in. And Maddie just like brings her, his two Pokeballs up and just kind of like drops them over his shoulders. Oh, uh, Here. Oh, thank, thank you. He puts um, Ginger and the Parasect on his uh, belt loop. It's so lovely, Maddie. Yeah, I'm sure. Turns back to the door. Oh, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> As you mess with the door, it doesn't seem to be shut. It kind of creaks open a bit. Oh. Uh, hello, Professor Maple? And you see in the foyer this rather raggedy-looking cowboy fella. Boy, howdy. Just uh, standing there looking at a book. Uh, hello? No, don't worry. Heard you just fine out there. If you're waiting for the esteemed professor... She'll be back in a bit. Uh... Uh, Apologies about Chris here. He's, uh, howl too much, if you know what I mean. Some men just can't hold their, uh... What is that, Burzum? See, I was going to say maybe he needs some more. Anyway, don't mind me none. He closes the book he was looking at, and he just puts it under his coat. Just a neighbor borrowing a cup of book. A cup of book? You can't borrow a cup of book. Who are you, exactly? Eh, nobody's special. Everyone's special. <laughs> well, ain't you a little ray of a sunny day? Thank you. That's what I always say. And she, like, looks playfully at Chris. Yeah, how long will Professor Maple be uh, gone? Eh, she didn't mention. Though if you wait out here, she'll be back in a mo. Meanwhile, I'm a mosey on out. Pardon me. Uh, a question, uh... What's your name, if you don't mind us asking? Let me look at the list. (laughs) (laughs) As you do that as well, can I make a a check on him? Because I'm a little suspicious. Uh, What sort of check are you... What what are you trying to investigate about him? Just, like, like what he's borrowing or, like, like he just seems kind of sketch. So I'm wondering if I can make, like, a clever or a careful check or sneaky, maybe. Um... Make a careful check. Okay. That's a negative four. Well, anybody else want to do it? Maddie, he seems like a nice and friendly guy. I love giving people benefit of the doubt. Well, to answer your question, name's Luke. Do you do you not have a last name? Don't have much need for one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a insight the hell out of that. So I'm a. I'm a roll for All it. Right. Negative two because of the. Uh, the powder. Fair enough. No. <laughs> so a zero. Mediocre. He doesn't seem to be that. Uh, Gigi, this might be on you. You know what? Let's just see if Velma can roll better. All right. Slightly better. Being of the most sound of mind among your friends here. You're not sure about his intentions, but his appearance, his coats patched up and ragged, his overalls are missing a buckle, his face underneath that ragged, wide-brimmed hat, pockmarks. The only thing that distracts you from everything else is the fact that he's barefoot. 
So we got my introductions out of the way. And from what I heard y'all yelling out there, Chris, Maddie, and that makes you, uh... Velma. Do you mind telling us if you're from this area? Not really. I just wander and whistle whichever way the wind blows me. Right. So I suppose you'll be seeing you around sometime? Well, if the wind blows y'all in my direction, and you see him tip his ratty hat and sidestep past you to the door, suppose you might, little missy. And he moseys on out of sight. And that's that, little... So, it's been a while, huh? Kay here, welcome back to the pause menu. Thanks for being patient with me. October was definitely a a weird month for me, and my productivity definitely felt the blow. So here's hoping we can get back on track now. Hey, if you're helping the show by supporting us on Patreon, thank you so much. Because of your help, I now have just enough to cover monthly upkeep for my editing software. That doesn't just help me with the podcast. That helps me with everything I do, so thank you so much. And I hope you're enjoying the rewards that come with being a Patreon supporter, like your name in the video end credits, access to bonus tidbits, oh, the latest one is a tutorial on how I do the artwork for the show, and of course, our Ultra Baller tier patrons get their name mentioned here. So a big thank you to Auto Knight 01, Cami Cat, Donkey Oto, and Lizzie McPoof. But hey, maybe you're not in a position to support us on Patreon right now. Times are tight. We get that. But you know what's free? Tweeting about the show using the hashtag PKMNLegacy. Helps me get the word out and helps you get your name into the show as one of our NPCs. Like with Angel, at AngelTiger777 on Twitter. And with Luke, at LucaReeves on Twitter. Hey, if you want some more actual play podcast goodness... Go check out Dice Paper Action. It's a brand new podcast by World Persenia using their own system. I got to be a guest player in the Frustrations at Kevin Station one-shot they did. And I was playing alongside our MC, Makoto, and the other players, Scott, and with Susanna, who you might know as the keeper of the podcast, Thornvale. Wait, that's another thing you have to check out now. Okay, so first, rest of this episode, then Dice Paper Action, then Thornvale. By the way, the next episode hopefully set for November 19th, a bit more than two weeks from now, just to be safe. All right, that's it. Back to the episode. Unpause! Now that that's over, let's talk about the uh, actual place you find yourself in. It's a very nice log cabin sort of feel to the whole area with giant bookshelves all around the place. There's a nice comfy couch with wood framing made out of tree branches, uh, a nice kitchen with all sorts of uh, research supplies on it. There's actually a plate of cookies on the, uh, the coffee table in front of the couch. You all notice that everything here is built for a much larger person. Mm. Chris, who is Professor Maple? Well, she's the professor who got my daughter to start her journey as a Pokemon trainer. Oh. I guess you could say I was sort of hoping that Emily would be here or that I get some updates on her journey. Ah. But it looks like we'll be waiting a bit longer. 
Yeah, I... Okay, that explains it. All right. Sorry. All right. I I know I should have said something first, but I, um... It's okay. It's just been a while since I've, uh, heard anything from her. We can wait for the professor if you want. Uh, I mean, if you guys don't mind, but, you know, if you want to go somewhere else, I'll, I'll still be here. I think we might need her, especially considering our new parasect friend that we got. Ah, yes, the parasect. Uh, do you have a name for it? Um, no, uh, good question. Mm, Do I know, does it have a a gender? As far as you can tell, you don't think so. Hmm. The three of you hear heavy footsteps approaching. Uh, any chance that's, uh, Professor Mabel? She is a big woman, but I don't think she's that big to make those sounds. Do we hide? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go. Okay. I need everyone to make sneaky checks. Oh, wow. So Chris and Maddie are terrible at being sneaky. Okay, minus two, so I'm assuming. And what did Velma get? Five. Okay, Velma, how do you hide? Remember, I think she could just go right under the table and she'd be fine. Or like, oh, actually instead she goes right into one of the open cupboards and closes the door. All right. Chris and Maddie, how do you attempt to hide? Um, Chris is going to pick up a lamp and hide behind it. (laughs) Is there like a living room? Uh, Yeah, you're in like an open space sort of area. Like, there's, like, a, a very short flight of steps, like, two steps up to where all the, like, the kitchen and dining area is, and then two steps down, living room and foyer. Maddie's gonna, like, look around. She's like, uh, 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 and then she just, like, sees a blanket on the couch, and she just is like, yeah, and she just grabs it and throws it over herself and, like, curls up in a ball on the couch. So, you hear the footsteps come up with a heavy rustling... Okay, you two. Uh, I know you're there. I'm not sure what you're trying to do hiding like that, but come on out. Chris just clicks the lamp off. <laughs> you can't see me with this darkness. Okay, does Chris actually say that? Yes. <laughs> Christopher, is that you? Chris puts down the lamp. Professor Maple? Ho- hold on, let me just put down these groceries real quick and tell your friend to uh, come out from under that... Blanket? I don't know what you're talking about. No, Ma- Maddie, this is Professor Ma- Maple. She, she's fine, I, I promise. I'm hiding! Oh, okay then. Bless bless your heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to just put these groceries away. Let me just open this cupboard real quick. And oh! My... Uh, hi. <laughs> well, hi there. Um, Chris, what's going on here? Okay, I have pretty much become a part of a Pokemon team and on a journey with these two trainers. Oh. Well, that sounds very nice. Oh, you're not even going to question it, okay. What is? What are your wards doing in my pantry and my couch? Well, we, uh, somebody said that you were going to be gone for a bit, so we decided to wait after they left. Wait, someone was in here? Seems like he knew you, and he was just borrowing a cup of book. Even though I don't know how you borrow a cup of book. I thought I locked that door. Huh. I'm sorry, what? I'll have to look at my books and see what he took, then. Ah! 
Maddie comes out of the, like peeks her head out of that blanket. He was so good. Uh, uh, Professor Maple, um, could you help me get down? I'm a little stuck. Uh, of course, dear. She takes just one arm and, without any effort whatsoever, lifts you out of the cupboard, puts you down on the ground, while still maintaining her other arm, holding all the bags of groceries she has. Oh, wow. What a friendly lady. Whoa. Uh, thank you. Uh, um, thank you. Thanks. So, a couple moments pass as she puts away her groceries. So now, uh... What brings you over to my neck of the woods? Uh, we just got out of a hair-raising situation, uh, mostly caused by a organization that caused a lot of damage emotionally and mentally and, uh, definitely physically. And then we fought this parasite that almost tried to kill us. It's my Pokemon now. And, uh, where's my daughter? I miss her very much. Oh, yes, Emily. She's doing just great. Took less than a day to raise her Pokemon enough to beat the gym leader here. Dang. What? Oh, yeah, she's a natural trainer. Huh. Wow, I guess she knows what she's doing. Hmm. By now, I think she's making her way over to, um... Well, last I remember, she was actually heading south, uh, toward Brayburg Town, and then to Winnesap City. But you all didn't pass her on the way? We just missed her? I guess so. Hmm. Eh. Sorry, Chris. Uh, it's... It's okay. I'm just happy she's doing really good. Hmm. So, what is this about a, a killer parasect? Uh, oh, yes. Um, he grabs at the Pokeball, and Chris looks for a very empty space inside the Pokemon lab and releases the parasect. As the parasect forms from the light, it remains very still. This is my parasect that I caught that tried to kill us. She bends down, takes a look at the parasect, Lifts a uh, pincer up, taps on the prism on its back, and you can see her hair standing on end. Like one of those laser ball things. <gasps> That's new. Electric type. Very interesting here. Can, can you make heads or tails? Do you, is it a normal parasect, or is it d- different? I'll have to do some more tests to find out. I can actually do it tonight. On one condition, though. Uh, sure, anything. Well, since you did break into my house, technically, uh, uh, how about you uh, help with dinner tonight and we can discuss this over a nice dish of pasta or something. Would you guys like to be my helpers in making dinner tonight? I'm starving. Let's do it. Sure. Why not? Great. He looks for an apron. Is there an apron anywhere? Yeah, there is an apron. Just It's one with a lot of hearts on it. Yes. Chris goes, picks it up, puts it on. All right, so we're going to need these ingredients. And he starts putting out the groceries. He's like, pasta. Now, what kind of pasta do we want to make? And he starts opening, like, cabinets and whatnot, just finding just different stuff. Now, I could use a helper. Uh, are any of you uh, good with uh, scientific equipment? I am. I, I mean, I can help him. I thought I saw a gleam in your eyes. Well, if you could come upstairs. And she points to, like, the studio that's, like, literally just a few steps up. All right away. Maddie, what do you do? Um, I guess the only thing I can do right now is help Chris cook, or I can just look around the place, maybe at the books in the library. What do you want to do? Which one? Um, Chris, do you need my help? Chris is in his own zone, and he's just like, 
<laughs> now he's good. <laughs> I don't want to get in the way. So Maddie's going to go and explore like the library section. Maybe try and figure out what kind of book that guy took. All right, let's, uh, let's start with Chris then. Um, so you're in the zone right now. Uh, I want you to make a, a clever check okay, just okay. to see how good of a cook you are. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go with a clever check. Please give us a good roll. Ah, right. that's not bad. You're fair, okay. Oh, it's fair, yeah. This isn't really your kitchen. You're not really sure where everything is, but you managed to make a good dish just fine. Let's go into that. Paint me a word picture. A tasty, tasty word picture. He is looking around for the tomatoes, the tomato sauce. He's looking for the pasta, all the veggies, and he's just chopping away at these freshly cut carrots. Uh, well, well, no, they mean carrots, but like you know, just vegetables here and there. Chopping them up, putting them into the bowl, making sure to keep it at like a low to mid kind of heat. I, I would say along the way, he might kind of fumble a little bit dropping some things just because he's a little too excited but you know overall he's still cooking stirring he's really getting into the groove kind of singing to himself dancing a bit <laughs> all right everything's done got the cooking done got the got the bowl set out table ready emily could you oh right you made it sad. <laughs> sad pasta. I can't make something happy. You should know this by now. This is dry we're talking about here, man. You could have tried harder. <laughs> Let's go to Ariana, actually. Let's go to Maddie. All right. So what's what's your goal here when you're approaching these bookshelves? Um, well, I've noticed that, um, like, there is that empty space where the book that he borrowed um, is... I think I want to see what kind of books are surrounding it and maybe if I can figure out exactly what he was here for. Then I need you to make a clever check. All right. Ah! That's good. I got a three. That's good. Better than all my other rolls. You look at the books and they seem to be very old folk uh, books on subjects like folklore, local legends, stuff like that. You open up a book. It seems to be a collection of poetry. Hmm. It seems there seems to be a, a the folded ear of a page that you open up to. Like a dog-eared page. Yeah. Ballad thirty-seven. Mm, and Maddie's just kind of like reading it to herself. It's got like some shit. It's got like some Shakespearean. Uh, how do I pronounce? Pronounce it however you'd like right now. That's true. She doesn't know. Okay, cool. Make every or ulu glacia? I wonder why this was dog-eared. We cut over to Velma. You are helping Professor Maple out with her research right now doing a checkup on the Parasect. How are you going to approach this? I guess right now I would be helping her to run an experiment or some kind of test about exactly what type it is. Kind of going back to what Chris was talking about and that it might be a different type or something like that, considering the static charge thing that it did with her hair. So I would guess a clever approach to it in terms of trying to figure out its type. 
Works for me. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, Lord. That's what I got. Share with the class. It's a negative three. You still have a fate point left. Um, if you so choose, you can try and boost that up or re-roll, I guess. If not, we can take the negative three. You know what? I'll take the negative three. Works for me. Okay. Uh, you take a, a small sample of its chitlin. You just scrape some dead cells off the top of it, put it in a vial. You test its eyesight a bit with just follow the birdie sort of thing. And after about an hour of just hard work, she, you come up with the data sheets. Maple turns to you. Velma, do you know what this means? Uh, what? I don't know either. <gasps> oh my gosh, there's so much we can learn! Alright, so the four of you are at the table for dinner. You're enjoying the, the uh, pasta... Oh, Christopher, this is delicious. Oh, thank you. I I made sure to do my best with making it, and um, I'm really happy to hear that you like it. <laughs> what is your secret? Mm. I gotta know. I um I had a lot of a lot of practice back in uh, a couple of years back, uh, but I will say it's been a while since I've made it for anybody else but myself. So yeah, I guess that might be why it tastes better than normal. Oh. Uh, pardon me. I uh, will be outside for a moment. I'm gonna have a bit of fresh air. Um, but if you need me, I'll just be right outside. So you step out onto the porch. You can hear the gentle breeze going through the trees right now. The scent of pine and pasta waft through the air. What's going through Chris's mind right now? Chris has, at the moment, nothing going through his mind. He's happy that things between him and Maddie are patched up. He's happy to see that Velma is starting to blossom more and more with each passing event. But he's, he still can't get over the fact that like his daughter is... He's extremely happy to know that she is doing very well, but... He just wished he could still kind of be there for her to watch it all unfold. As you are about to head in, after just reflecting on this porch, he takes out his phone and he looks at who's calling. It's not a call, it's just a text message from Emily. He immediately opens it. It reads, Good night, Pop. Love ya. He's gonna type back, Victory sign hand emoticon, yellow heart. And send. About half a minute to a minute passes. You see the same victory sign emoticon followed by an orange heart. <laughs> you okay out there, Christopher? Yeah, I'm good. What happened? I had sex messages from my daughter. Oh. <laughs>